What's up, everyone? It's me. Hey, girlies. It's your host, Morgan, host of Pop Culture Twine. Y'all already know that, though, because you're here. But hi, do you guys remember me? It's been so long. I feel like you guys don't even remember me anymore. Um, so I accident. well, no, I didn't accidentally take a break last week. Here's, here's the deal. Let me explain myself. I took a break from the podcast last week, but like, I wasn't planning on it. So I had, <sighs> let me just get into the story. <laughs> you guys were like, okay, get into the story then, bitch. Um, I don't know where to start from, though. So I had my best friend come into town. Shout out to Katie. I, like, literally, there's, like, not enough words in the world to thank her for what she did for me. So, I don't know. Um, so I had my best friend come into town for the weekend. She got in Friday night, and she left Saturday around fight left at like five so I'm not Saturday Sunday sorry I just woke up from a nap um (laughs) just girly things but and I'm like literally still laying in the same position like when I say just woke up from a nap I mean I like just opened my eyes and like roll over and like started recording um so yeah she came into town Friday night she left Sunday night or like Sunday late afternoon and so like I had time on Sunday night to record an episode. Like, that's what I was planning on doing. But I was so exhausted. I just, like, couldn't. Like, I could not. I was so tired. And then so I was like, okay, cool. Then I'll just, like, record on Monday night. Like, that's fine. But then Monday night I had a meeting after work. And then I was, like, dealing with this issue with my sink. Over, like, the last weekend, like, my sink, every time my upstairs neighbor took a shower, my kitchen sink would overflow. It was gross. It was a whole thing. I got it handled, but I was dealing with that. So then I was like, okay, cool. I'll just, like, record Tuesday night. And then Tuesday night I got home, and the plumber, like, left a ton of water in my kitchen, so I, like, cleaned all that up. And then I had to do, like, a ton of laundry. And I, like, wasn't feeling good. I, like, went to bed pretty early, so then... By the time, like, Wednesday came around, I was like, okay, no, I'm just going to hold off till Sunday. Like, this is, like, ridiculous. I'm not going to put out an episode Wednesday and then put up an episode on Sunday. Like, I'll just wait till Sunday. And now we're here and I'm recording an episode. Oh, my God. I missed you guys. But I'm actually kind of glad I took a break. Um, So the reason that my best friend came in town was because, oh, boy, um... I have lived in Seattle for three years now, and I have never fully unpacked or decorated anywhere I lived. When I first moved here, I lived in a townhouse in kind of the suburbs of Seattle with two girls, and for some reason, I just, like, never unpacked. I guess because I just didn't, I don't know. I just, like, never unpacked. I never decorated. That was that, like, whatever. Maybe because I knew that I would be moving in, like, a year. Because I knew for sure that they weren't, like, renewing their lease. So, I was like, okay, whatever. And then, last year, or, like, after I moved out of there, I moved into my own apartment in, like, the main part of Seattle. And it was... I don't know. I just, like, never decorated there either. Because, one, it was, like, I was never, ever, ever home. And, two, since I was, like, never home and, like, I didn't have a car... So it's just, like, hard to decorate when you're just, like, not home and you, like, don't have a car. And I wanted to stay in that apartment because it's, like, nicer than the apartment I lived at now. But I don't know. I just, like, never decorated for whatever reason. Like, never fully unpacked there either. I decorated, like, a little in that apartment. Like, my living room was kind of decorated but, like, very half-assed. But, like, my bedroom was not at all. And then, um... When I moved into my current apartment, which is, like, in the same neighborhood, but it's, like, a studio instead of a one-bedroom. It's, like, very small. It was, like, I was going through a really hard time when I moved, and I was, like, unhappy about moving. I love my apartment now, but I was, like, unhappy about moving, and I was just, like, going through a really difficult time. Also, I've talked about this, like, multiple times on the podcast. I just have, like, severe depression, just, like, to, like, genetics. <laughs> um, And so, like... For anybody who has depression, you already know the cycle of, like, you can't clean because you have a depression, but, like, the messiness is making your depression worse, so then it's just, like, a cycle, and my apartment was, like, just a disaster zone. Like, it was 
truly just a disaster zone. It was like a studio apartment. So it was like extremely, it is, it's, I don't know what I'm saying was, I still live there. So it was like, it's extremely tiny. And so I like never unpacked and I'm like a person who has a shit ton of clothes. So like never unpacked. I literally just had like pathways of boxes, like my TV just sat on my couch, like not plugged in or set up for a year. Literally, I just set it up and I only had like 10% of my shoes unpacked. So like I just had like a huge box behind my front door that was just filled with my shoes that I never wore. I, like, had, was, like, stepping on clothes every single day, every time I, like, had to get ready. Like, I had to, like, step over boxes to get into my kitchen. Like, it was just, like, a, it, I, like, can't stress to you guys enough how much of a mess it was. Like, I didn't take any before pictures, because I posted, like, the after pictures on Instagram, but I didn't take any before pictures because I was truly, like, mortified, and I was, like, kind of having, like, panic attacks about even having my best friend come because I didn't even want her to see like I cleaned a good amount before she even came because even though she's like my best friend of 17 years I like was I was like mortified and I was mortified of what she even saw and that was like after I had already cleaned a ton and it wasn't that it was like crazy dirty it was just like clothes like there's just clothes everywhere plus it's like hard to clean like, when you don't have, like, a... You know what I mean? Like, you there's clothes and things everywhere. Um, so, when I renewed my lease this year, I was like, okay, if I'm going to live in the same place for another year, and maybe another year after that, like, I can't live like this for another year. Like, I know for sure I'm going to be here for a year. I've already lived in this building for a year. So, like, I can't not live in a decorated place again. Like, I can't do it. Um, and so... But I knew, like, I couldn't do it on my own. And maybe you guys don't understand that, but, like, there's just something about, like, my depression that I just, like, can't do certain things, and it doesn't make sense. So I just, like, knew. Like, I was like, I will never get this done if I do not call in for help. Um, And, like, I had been asking for the past three years for my mom to come and decorate because she's, like, really good at doing that. But I guess she doesn't want to. I don't know. And so I texted my best friend three weeks ago, I guess four weeks ago now. You guys are like, I don't care. You can skip ahead. Um, I texted my best friend four weeks ago, and I was just like, it was like late on a Sunday night. I had like randomly gotten the urge to organize. So I was kind of going through this like manic episode of like organizing like 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. And I just texted her and I was like, hey, I have like a really ridiculous question, but if I like paid for your ticket would you please fly out here and, like, organize my apartment? One, because I, like, knew that she's, like, loves organizing. And two, she's, like, really good at decorating. Um, And even at three, even if she said no, she wouldn't be, like, what a ridiculous question. So, yeah, I texted her late one Sunday night and asked her that. And then, like, within 15 minutes, she had, like, booked her plane ticket. And she had paid for half of it. Like... I like literally no words can express how grateful I am and like what a good person she is. I like cannot think of enough words to talk about it. Um and so yeah, then last week she came and we just like I'm going to get like <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get kind of emotional talking about it, but she came and she just like truly took over and like took control and like we got it done in 24 hours less than 24 hours we got it the whole thing done um and like I I could not have done it without her and she also did like 90% of the work and she like didn't complain about it she like didn't judge me she didn't do anything I'm like getting emotional I don't know why I don't know, like, I, I, if no one has ever dealt with this, you, like, don't know, but, like, when you have depression, you just see, like, your home just getting, like, ruined by your depression, it, like, ruins your whole life, like, it was, like, ruining my whole life, like, I purposely, like, wasn't making friends because I never wanted to invite anybody over to my house, and, like, when my neighbors were in the hallway, I would, like, purposely not leave until I heard them 
leave the hallway because I couldn't like let them catch a glimpse of my apartment. Like it was like contr- controlling, consuming my whole life, and so like for her to come in and to like do all this for me is like truly like the nicest thing anybody has ever done for me. I like cannot think of anything nicer that anybody has ever done. Um, and like when I mean like she did everything like she did everything like she turned that whole place around she keeps saying like I'm so proud of us but let me tell you she did almost all the work um she built all the furniture she hung up all the decor she like picked out a lot of decor we rented a car because I don't have a car so we rented a car but I don't drive I mean, I have, like, my license, and I drove for, like, years, but I don't drive now, because it kind of gives me anxiety since I don't drive anymore. So, like, we rented a car, and she drove all around Seattle, like, 30 miles outside of Seattle, and, like, I've, like to two different Targets, to, like, uh, Ross, to, like, Walmart, to all these, Hobby Lobby. She, like, drove all these places. Um... Because she, like, knows I don't drive. So she, like, was willing to drive to all these places. And, like, she helped pick out furniture. She, like, lifted furniture. I mean, she just, like, did it. I truly can't explain to you guys. She did it all. She truly did it all. Like, I, I don't know. And that is, like, so crazy to me. But, like, I feel like that's just, like, a testament to our friendship. Because she knows that, like... I needed her to do it all. Like, I needed her to take control and be like, all right, just get out of my way. I'm going to do this all for you so that, like, because I know, like, this is, like, ruining your life. Oh, I'm getting so emotional. I just, like, love her so much. But, and, like, like I said, that was, like, the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. And also, it just feels so good to feel like I have, like, control of my life again, because I felt like my life was completely out of control, and it just feels so good to have, like, control again. Like I said, if anybody, like, suffers from severe depression, I feel like you know exactly what I'm talking about, but I just, like, she, that's just, like, like I said, just, like, such a testament to our friendship that she just, like, knew, like, and knew not to, like, say anything about it, New, you know what I mean? Like, she had a great attitude the whole time. She, like, made no judgments. She just, like... She just... I don't know. She just, like... I feel like she knew exactly what I needed. And she knew exactly what I did not need. And so, she just made sure to, like, stay inside those lines. And, like... It's so good. It's, like, truly changed my whole life. I know it's only been, like, a week. But it's, like... Truly changed my whole life so far. Like... I've, like, signed up for a gym membership. I have, like, a nighttime skin routine again. I, like, have kept my apartment clean. I, like, make my bed every morning. Like, it just, it was just, like, such a wild feeling of, like, being out of control for, like, over three years. Because, I mean, before, and this is a story time for another time, but before I moved to Seattle for, like, three months before I moved to Seattle, I was, like, weirdly homeless, but, like, not because I didn't have money just because, like, I truly didn't have anywhere to stay because I knew that I was, like, moving to Seattle so I couldn't, like, sign a lease on anything. And, like, that's a whole other story for a different time. So for, like, over three years, my life has just been in, like, constant chaos and just I felt, like, completely out of control. And so now just her coming and doing all this for me, I just feel so much better already. Like, I already feel so much more in control of my life. Um... And, like, when I, like, I'll reiterate, like, when I said she did everything, she did everything. Like, she built all the furniture that we bought. She hung up every single decor that we got. She swept. She took out trash. She helped with laundry. She, like, I don't know. She just, like, truly did everything. It's so crazy to me. But, (sighs) and she did all this when she was, like, pretty busy. Like, she did all this. She's, right now she's in New Zealand for a few weeks. So she did all this her last free weekend before she goes to New Zealand for a few weeks. So she gave her last weekend at home for me. I just, I don't know. I can't believe it. So, um, yeah, that's why, that's why I didn't record last week. And I didn't even feel like I'm making like a, 
sorry you guys or like try to make it up because I just knew that like this story you guys would like completely understand because you guys are also understanding and sweet um but yes so shout out to my best friend of 17 years Katie what's up I know she listens so thank you again um and I'll probably keep thanking you but we've had probably conversations about this stuff um and then to shine a spotlight on another friend we had a reporter on the streets this two weeks ago Janae shout out she listens to the podcast too she was our reporter on the streets for the new KKW um pop-up store she went (laughs) she got there four hours early waited in line she was like the 20th person in line she was sending me updates all along the way (laughs) and I was like freaking out on my desk and I felt very nervous and giddy even though I was miles upon miles upon miles away in Seattle this was in California this happened she took a million pictures um she met Kim Kardashian I freaked the fuck out because I was, like, so giddy for her, but I don't know why. And I was, like, nervous, but I don't know why. Like, I was literally at my desk thousands of miles away, and I was like, oh, my God. But she, like, met Kim Kardashian. There's, like, photo proof. I don't know if you guys, like, kept up with my Instagram. I was, like, posting on the Instagram story. Um, And it was just, like, the craziest and coolest thing, and I, like, fucking die that she did that because she's, like, not even, like, a Kardashian fan. She doesn't hate them, but she's, like, not a Kardashian fan. So it just fucking kills me that she, like, wasted... She was there, like, four hours before even opened. <laughs> and then she bought all this stuff because she said she, like, blacked out when she got in there. So shout out to our reporter on the scene, Janae. Also shout out to Janae because I, like, jokingly posted a status that was, like, will someone buy me the Kylie Jenner calendar? Because Kylie Jenner came out with a 2019 calendar and... I really wanted it, but it was, like, something I did not want to buy for myself. So I just, like, jokingly posted a status that was, like, will someone buy me this calendar? And she did! She bought it for me, and it's so fucking beautiful. It's, like, such a beautiful calendar. I know you guys are rolling your eyes right now. I can see you guys rolling your eyes right now. But it truly is, like, such a beautiful calendar. I, like, can't get over it. And it came in this, like, luxurious calendar box. It was an experience, let me tell you. So I'm so excited to use it next month. Um, so shout out to Janae too. I just, you guys, uh, I kind of like posted it. I know a lot of you maybe don't follow me on Facebook because like also I'm old and still use Facebook, but that's where I get my most internet validation. Um, but I kind of posted something on Facebook about this, about how just like all of my really great friends live in like other cities. And so like I always feel like really isolated in Seattle because I have like two friends in Seattle and like when you guys like I'm sure you have more than two friends no like you guys I spend most of my time alone um so I often feel like really isolated and lonely in Seattle because I'm like cool I have like zero friends what's up now I'll make more friends than I that have controlled my life again but whatever so all of my like best friends all live in different cities. Like none of them live <laughs> in the same city, so it it's hard for me a lot of the times. But they truly just every day like show me time and time again about like how much I mean to them, and it like it's just the best feeling. I just truly have like the best friends in the world. Like whether they come and give up their time to like decorate my apartment for me, or just like go out of their way to like meet Kim Kardashian and send me a Kylie Jenner calendar, or like Facetime me every week and like talk to me on the phone for two hours or like give up every Wednesday night to be a co-host on this stupid podcast like I don't know I just truly have like the best friends it's like so crazy like I don't know what I did to deserve all these people in my life but I'm just so thankful so shout out to all my friends I like really love you guys and you guys are really the best um okay cool that was just me pretty much just writing in my diary but to you guys <laughs> i can't believe i cried but that's embarrassing so shout out what's up new podcast episode i'm back you guys are already leaving um you guys were like we liked when you were gone bitch <laughs> but yeah that was my that was just my past week that was everything that went on so it's been a little wild 
Um, I'm gonna go wipe my tears, and then I will be back with the craziest fucking episode. Even Megan texted me today, and she was like, boy, you have a ton of shit to go over on the episode. And I was like, I know. You guys, this has been the craziest week, so I'll be right back, and then we'll get into it. Okay, hi, I'm back. I'm more emotionally secure. Just kidding. No, I'm not, because I never am. (laughs) That's what you guys come here for, though, my breakdowns. Um, so yeah, this week has been fucking crazy, and we're just gonna get into it. Side note, I can't believe I forgot to fucking tell you guys, I have a sponsorship that I'm sure you guys heard at the beginning of this episode. Um, so yeah, I'm a sponsored queen now. I pretty much run the podcast world. I'll just quit my job any day. Just kidding, I'm like never gonna see money from it, but I figured I might as well try. I actually, um, got three sponsorships however you can only put one sponsorship on an episode so I chose the one that makes me the most money and by making the most money you guys I mean like I will literally see maybe $20 and then in three months from now so don't don't get it twisted I'm not all Hollywood now I still have to work my nine to five and dog sit on the side and also be my mom's social media manager so it's okay I'm fine Seattle's very expensive Um, but yeah, let's get into the drama. So, I'm only gonna tell you guys one thing that happened from last week, and then we're gonna move on, because this week was even more crazy, and nothing really exciting happened last week, except for Kevin Hart had to step down from hosting the Oscars, because people dug up old homophobic tweets when it was announced he was hosting, and they were like, oh, blah, 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 you're gonna let this guy host the Oscars? I don't know why I did that mocking voice, because I I completely agree with them, but they were like, how could you let this guy host the Oscars, like, look at all these homophobic tweets. Multiple homophobic tweets. Like, a good amount of homophobic tweets. Um, One especially, like, he kept saying, like, the F word, and not, like, fuck, the other F word. Um, But one especially bad one was him saying that if he ever found his son playing with a dollhouse, he would break it over his son's head. So cute um love that not like what a psychotic person and like I feel uh, I'm like mad because I even though everyone says Kevin Hart's not funny like I enjoy Kevin Hart so like when I saw those tweets I was just like oh god but um here's the thing that happens like all the time with famous celebrities like people will dig up tweets from, like, 2007, and they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and I think it's, like, a little ridiculous, um, because, like, as much as, like, it definitely was not okay, the world and, like, humor was way different back then. Like, people said terrible things for, like, jokes, and it was, like, okay. Like, I mean, it wasn't okay, and, like, I don't think it's okay now, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, homophobic jokes were like on family television shows and like it was fucked up and like it should have never happened however like the world was truly just like different and like also people were just like change over time like and let me before I go into this whole long rant let me let tell you guys like I'm not so can't for Kevin Hart and I'm about to drag him after this rant's over but like also people change like people grow up and they change I can't even imagine things I probably said on MySpace back in the day like that were probably so stupid and offensive and like I really can't even imagine but like do I believe those things that I said on MySpace now hell no Um, I'm like a completely different person every year every year I learn about something new that I realize is like truly offensive when I like change my ways so do I think it's like kind of ridiculous when people are like bring out tweets from like 10 years ago and they're like we'll explain this and it's like okay well if they haven't done anything anything recently that it's like exhibits that behavior like maybe hear them out because it's like we have all said stupid offensive things in our life yes you even if you're at home being like no I haven't no yes you have maybe you didn't write it maybe you didn't tweet it maybe you didn't post it but I'm sure you've said it or at least laughed at it Everyone has said or laughed at or, like, whatever at offensive jokes. Like, it's just, that's just a thing that has happened. I think the world's definitely better about it now. But back in 2007 and, like, 2010, it was definitely not as good as it is now. Um, So sometimes I get really annoyed when people do that. 
because it's like, and I hate cancel culture when they're like, cancel him. He's canceled. He'll never work again. Like canceled. Like I hate that shit because I just think it's so toxic because I feel like you can't, like people can't learn and learn how to respect you if you just cancel them instead of having a conversation. Like I believe in conversations over cancellation, but ooh, that was trendy. But um, so I just kind of hate that shit. So I took it with, like a grain of salt when those tweets came out because I was just like, okay, those tweets are like years old. Like let's just see what he has to say first before we like rip him a new one and like force him to step down from hosting the Oscars. Um, but then <laughs> he he turned into like a petty little bitch and. He got all worked up and, like, posted this non-apology that was saying that he refuses to apologize because he's already apologized in the past for those tweets. Side note, there's no record of that. And that we're trying to ruin his happiness and he's in love with the man he's becoming at 40 years old. Boy, if you're not a man already at 40 years old, I don't know what to tell you. Um, But yeah, he just said that he refuses to apologize and that we're we should apologize to him because we're trying to ruin his happiness. And then he like posted this fake thing that definitely did not happen where he's like, my son will look me in the eyes and ask me how the hate doesn't get to me on the internet every day. And I just look him in the eyes and I just say like, I just rise above blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, that didn't happen. Also like, fuck off. Like, no, here's the thing. I always think that celebrities making these mistakes and, like, old tweets get dug up and they, like, have to talk about them now is, like, all you really have to say is, like, I was a piece of shit back in the day. I'm fucking mortified that I would ever think that, tweet that, say that, whatever. I am definitely not the same person I was then. I've learned and grown and I'm disgusted with who I was and I'm happy that I've changed from that person, but I still apologize to everyone who I've hurt with those past words and I like going forward just know that like I will never be that kind of person again. That's like truly all you have to say. But for some reason celebrities like never say that. They're always like trying to be like making excuses and it's like no, all you have to say was like I was a shitty person. Now I'm not. I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry. That's all you had to say. But celebrities never go that route. They always had to be like, well, back in the day, everyone said that. And it's like, well, yeah, but like, how about you just apologize? So then that caused even more of a sh- fucking shit storm because everyone was like, fuck you, dude. Like, we were like just waiting for your apology. But this bullshit, fuck you. Um, And so then eventually he stood like step down quote-unquote aka definitely fired even though he said it was his choice let's be real he was fired from hosting the oscars and then he actually did post an apology where he was just like i'm like still learning and growing and i'm sorry for all the things i said that were like offensive and hurtful and i'm gonna step down from the oscars because i don't want to be a distraction from all the beautiful people that will be there that night blah 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 whatever and that he's in love with a man he's becoming at 40 um so (laughs) that's that he's not hosting the oscars and now the academy is thinking about not even having an oscars this year oh and then like a ton of people like oh then he was like posting like martin luther king jr quotes with it and it's like bro if you don't stop like don't bring Martin Luther King Jr. into this because he would not be on your side in this situation. Like, so if you don't sit your ass down, don't bring Martin Luther King Jr. into this. Like, I I could not believe he had tweeted Martin Luther King Jr. quotes about, like, diversity. It's like, if you don't sit your ass down, like, I can't. (laughs) I can't. (sighs) So that's that. He's not hosting the Oscars anymore, and I'm pretty over him. Like, like I said, how did he just apologize the first time and was like, fuck, I'm so embarrassed. I've been like, okay, cool. Like, that was shitty, but I haven't heard anything homophobic from you in years. So I'm going to say that you're doing good as long as you keep a clean record, you're fine. But 
then he was like, I'm not apologizing. You guys have to apologize to me. And it's like, okay, bro, fuck you. Now you're actually canceled. Bye. So, yeah, that happened last week, and there's still no Oscar host. Great. Thanks for ruining everything. I was going to say Barack Obama. It's always Obama's fault. Thanks, Obama. Um... In other news, this week has been crazy. I, like, almost don't even want to get into this week because it's just been, like, so... (sighs) It's exhausting. It was exhausting just reading all this. As you guys know, Drake and Kanye have been in a feud since this summer because Drake thinks that Kanye told Pusha T that Drake has a secret son, which then was released on Pusha T's distracted Drake, um, and, like, Pusha T and Kanye are, like, best friends. They, like, own good music together. So, um, <laughs> I don't even want to start this first sentence, because as soon as I get into the sentence, it's a whole thing, you guys. You guys don't even know. It was a domino effect all throughout Hollywood. So... <laughs> Last week. Oh, and then there was that whole thing that people thought, like, Drake and Kim had been hooking up. And so that was a whole thing, too. So, last week, Drake sent in a clearance request to use one of Kanye's songs. Kanye screenshotted it, posted it on Twitter, and said, like, Drake is fake. Um, And it sent him into a downward spiral, and he just starts tweeting up a goddamn storm. I literally won't read any of these tweets to you because there's probably a good 100 tweets, and none of them are coherent. Um, He says, but I'll sum it up for you. He says that Drake needs to apologize for sneaking a diss track onto Travis Scott's sicko mode, and that Drake talks to Kris Jenner all the time, but he won't talk to Kanye. Then he said that Drake threatened his family into never threaten North St. or Chicago's daddy. He tweeted that one twice. Never never mess with North St. and Chicago's dad. And then the next tweet. Never mess, like literally immediately ever after. Never mess with North Chicago insane's daddy. <laughs> like, okay. And he also said that the only reason that Drake even has a career is because Kanye paved the way. Um, for rappers like Drake, which, mm, let me rewind that for a second. Lil Wayne signed Drake and Lil Wayne discovered Drake and like mentored him. And, um, Lil Wayne technically came before Kanye and they were like in two different lanes. I mean, they got big at around the same time, but they were kind of in two different lanes and it was all... Lil Wayne that discovered Drake. So, I'm gonna... I'm gonna put a full stop to that one. Um, and then Kim jumped in and tweeted, like, My husband is the most genius person to ever exist. He's changed the world of fashion and music and art. And there would be no Drake without Kanye. And never threaten me, my husband, or my children. Which I... Listen, do I think that Drake threatened their kids or them? No. Hell no. What? Like, that does not make sense. There's no way that Drake... Drake? Drock? <laughs> That's the proper way to pronounce it. There's no way that Drock threatened these children. But, like, no. There's no fucking way that Drake threatened these kids. Like, please be real. Please be real. Um, And then... Kanye claims that Drake got some dude stabbed at a Pusha T concert because some guy got stabbed after leaving a Pusha T concert. And so now Kanye was like saying that's Drake's fault, even though, like, <laughs> what? Like, some random kid leaving a Pusha T concert got stabbed. And somehow that's Drake's fault, even though Drake wasn't there had nothing to do with it. Then he goes on about how Travis should never be allowed or Travis should have never allowed Drake to say those things on sicko mode. And then it causes him to accuse Drake of trying to break up a family. And then he was like throwing shade at Travis, which as you guys know is Kylie Jenner's maybe husband, but father to Stormy. Um, 
So then Travis had to, like, go over to his house and, like, make up with him, which Kanye tweeted about. And then Kylie had to tweet about because people were, like, trying to say that, like, Travis hates Kanye. And she was like, no, he already went over to his house. Everything's fine. So they had to bring poor Kylie into this. And then he was also saying that no musician in the world should ever say bad things about him ever. And that people need to start treating him with the love that Michael Jackson got when he died. But... But he he needs that love before he dies. And that if he were to die, people would make memorial songs about him. But he needs that love and memorial songs now while he's still alive. Because he deserves it. Because he's paved the way for every musician. <laughs> um, All Drake responded with all this was just posting crying laughing emojis on his Insta story. He has like yet to say anything else. But... Kanye's clearly going through a... Kanye has bipolar disorder, and he's clearly going through a manic episode, like usual, whenever he does all this stuff. Um, he also tweeted that he needs to host SNL, and he called Lauren, Lauren. <laughs> and he's saying that God chose him to spread the word on mental illness, and that he's been off his bipolar meds for six months. Also that he can make an album as good as Dark Twisted Fantasy. <sighs> he's been off his medication being bipolar for six months six months why is no one doing anything I hate to like say like Kim because it's like it's not her responsibility like he's a grown ass man however like when you have mental illnesses like that and you decide it's a good idea not to take your medication, that's like the mental illness talking so there's like no way that you're going to start taking your medication without someone else telling you. So Kim, what the fuck? <laughs> the fact that he hasn't been on his medication for six months and like literally no one's doing anything is like dangerous to Kim and her children. Like he's, he could have a manic episode and like accidentally hurt one of his children. Like what the fuck? Like that's not a good thing. And like you're not like, chosen by God to speak about mental illness if you're, like, not... If you're encouraging people, like, not to take their medication. Like, that's not a speaker for mental illness. A speaker for mental illness would be, like, get help, take the medication, like, do therapy, like, all this stuff. But he's, like, God chose me to spread the world in mental illness, and I say fuck all my medication. Like, bro! (laughs) You're not a speaker for mental illness if you're doing exactly what you should not be doing for mental illness! So anyways, in the middle of all this, Ariana Grande tweeted, I know there are grown men fighting... Should I try to do an Ariana Grande voice? I don't know if I can get my voice to be like that low. I know that there are... No, I can't. Sorry. That was a creepy voice, by the way, that I just did. I don't know how she does her voice. I'm sure it's a strain on her vocal cords every damn day. Because that's not her real voice. I'm not shitting Ariana Grande because that's my fucking queen right now, but I'm just saying that's not her normal voice. Um, I know there are a lot of grown men fighting each other on the internet right now, but me and Miley Cyrus are dropping new songs tonight, so if everyone could behave for a few hours so some girls can shine, that would be sick. Thank you. So then Kanye posts that on his Twitter. He, like, screenshots her tweet and posts it on his Twitter and was like, I know Ariana said this to be cool and didn't mean no harm, but I don't even, like... But I don't like even slightest level of slight commentary from someone I know who loves and respects me. <laughs> Kanye, why don't you go fuck yourself and get the fuck over yourself? I don't even like the slightest level of slight commentary from someone who I know loves and respects me. Um, She's allowed to say whatever she goddamn wants, just like how you think that you're allowed to say whatever she you goddamn wants. And like, get the fuck over yourself. Like from someone I know who loves and respects me. Please move on from your own damn self. I can't believe he was like, I don't even like the slightest level of slight commentary. Well, too bad. You're throwing this all out on Twitter. Like, you could easily be texting Drake or talking out in person, but you're throwing this out on Twitter, and Ariana's just trying to promote her fucking music and love, and you're making a goddamn fool of yourself. So she's allowed him to say whatever she fucking wants. Just like you think that you're allowed to say whatever you fucking want any goddamn place, anywhere. Slavery is a fucking choice, little piece of shit bastard. Ah, 
I'm heated. Don't come for Ariana Grande in my face. Don't do that. Let's move on. So then, you guys, all of this is real and it's been fucking real. So then, Pete Davidson, Ariana's ex-fiance, gets involved and said on Instagram, no one should ever point fingers at you for your bravery in speaking about mental health. I'm seriously disgusted. Like, about Ariana. So then Ariana apologized for being insensitive, which truly I don't think she was. As someone who suffers from mental illness issues, I do not think that she was being insensitive. Um, Just because you have... Here's the thing, which maybe I should have saved this rant for the end, but I'm going to save it now. Just because you have mental illness problems doesn't mean you get to be an asshole all the time and just constantly blame it on that. Or, like, don't think you have to apologize. I have, like, said and done some terrible things when I've been having like episodes but I always like apologize or like I try to like just leave the situation so I like will not do anything super crazy so like I don't think she's being insensitive I think she can say whatever she fucking wants and yeah um and so then people start attacking Pete like Ariana Grande fans because they're like fuck you and then Pete posted, like, a because he, he also had, like, severe mental illness issues, and he's suicidal. Um, so he said, he, like, posted this little thing on Instagram that was like, I really don't want to be on this earth anymore. I'm doing my best to stay here for you, but I don't know how much longer I can last. All I ever did was try to help people. Just remember, I told you so. Then deleted to, deletes his Instagram and, like, shuts off his phone. So then people are, like, freaking the fuck out, thinking that Pete, like, committed suicide. And this was Saturday night, so it was, like, SNL night. Like, Machine Gun Kelly, like, got on a plane to fly to New York to, like, check on him. People are, like, calling his phone. People are, like, calling the police. He was, like, at 30 Rock, where SNL's um, filmed. And so then Ariana Grande went to 30 Rock and... um. She, like, tweeted, I'm downstairs and I'm not going anywhere if you need anyone or anything. I know you have everyone you need and that's not me, but I'm here too. So she, like, went out of her way to, like, go over to 30 Rock to, like, be there for him because he's clearly, like, going through something. Even though he just, like, shaded her across the internet because she's such a fucking good person. Um. So, yeah, and then she, like, deleted that. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know if they spoke. I don't think anybody really knows so far. But he's fine. He was, like, on SNL. He's fine. Um, And then Nicki Minaj, who's, like, supposed to be Ariana Grande's friend, tweeted, We can be so insensitive. God bless Kanye and Pete. Being flippant about mental illness speaks more about you than them. Stop saying the word love and live it. Love is in action. And, like, I don't know if that was a fucking shade at Ariana Grande, who has helped your musical career for the past years. Um, and you're, like, supposedly good friends with. But, like, goddamn, she, like, said grown men are fighting on the internet right now. But, like, they shouldn't be. Which they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be fighting on the internet. They should be fighting in person. These men are 40, in their 40s. Or Kanye's in his 40s. And by men, I mean just Kanye arguing with himself. He's in his 40s. He shouldn't have been hashing this out online. He could have easily just went to Drake's house. It's down the street from his. Um, so, like, fuck you, Nicki Minaj. How about you have several fucking seats? Because you're literally dating a rapist, someone who was in jail for rape and murder. So how about you take several fucking seats, like always, and get the fuck out? Thank you. I'm, like, so hardcore about defending Ariana Grande because somehow she got dragged into this whole mess when she said one tiny thing. It was all Kanye just going on a manic episode because he refuses to take his meds and then like Pete lashing out because he's just like bitter about their breakup and then I don't know where the fuck Nicki Minaj thinks she can come from (sighs) to sum it up Drake requested to use Kanye's song Kanye said no Kanye doesn't take his meds for six months goes all along Twitter rant exposing shit that's made up and fake And Ariana Grande is like, okay, cool, but please don't everyone forget about my new song tonight. Pete says that he's disgusted by her. Then he posts a suicide note. Then he disappears. 
Then he's at SNL. Then Ariana Grande goes to SNL to sit in the lobby and see if he needs her. Then Nicki Minaj comes from out of nowhere, taking a break from fucking her rapist boyfriend and shades Ariana and says that she should have better actions. And yeah. So... (laughs) that's that oh and then apparently travis went over to kanye's house again today to hash things out and like make up um if i was kylie i'd be texting kim a fucking storm like you better fucking get your goddamn husband in line before he fucking messes with my baby daddy ever again like if that was my sister's husband saying all that shit oh i'd be texting my sister a fucking firestorm of text like fuck you get your fucking husband under control i'm like not gonna let this ruin my family also fuck off sicko mode's like the best song of the year so kanye west i'm sorry that you make shit music now because you're i don't know it's not travis scott's fault that him and drake made a good song so yeah that's all that happened um within the past two days So let's move on to something else that's happening that's also fucking crazy. Cardi B and Offset are getting a divorce. I don't know if I already told you guys that, but they're getting a divorce. As you guys know, they've been married for like a little over a year. They've been dating for a long time though, but they've been married for a little over a year. They have a baby together. Her name's Culture. But Cardi B a few weeks ago posted on her Instagram saying that like, her and Offset are getting divorced. Offset has been caught publicly cheating on her like multiple times. Um, so I guess she's just finally done and she says that she, they're getting a divorce because now she probably has like money and a career and she's like, you know what? Actually, I don't need you. Before when I was just like hustling, sure, maybe I put up with this shit, but now I'm like one of the best women rappers in the world. So I'm good. Thanks, love, enjoy. Um, but Offset's just like truly not having this divorce and he's making a damn fool of himself which in turn is making a damn fool out of Cardi B and I truly feel for her because she said that they are like civil and co-parenting really well and they're still really good friends because they've they've known each other for forever um and they were like commenting each other's Instagrams and everything seemed fine (sighs) but Offset's truly not having it he like tweeted First of all, under his, under the comment section of Cardi's video, he put y'all won. Like, it's like our fault that they're getting divorced. <laughs> like, we made him go out and, like, cheat. Y'all won. Thanks. I cheat on her 30 times, but now y'all won. We're getting divorced. Y'all won. <laughs> okay. And then he, like, tweeted, fuck y'all, I miss Cardi. And it's like, okay like you should have cheated on her multiple times like i don't know i don't know bud that that sucks but that's the consequences of your actions and then he like made a video talking about how much he misses her and he like wants her back and like that's all he wants is for his birthday is to get cardi back that's his like birthday wish and we're like okay (laughs) you're embarrassing yourself but then on friday cardi was performing at this music festival called rolling loud she's done two songs she's like in the middle of her set offset interrupts she's literally on stage in front of thousands of people offset interrupts comes on stage has flowers that spell out take me back cardi he has a bouquet of flowers and a cake that also said take me back cardi in front of thousands of people in the middle of her performance he stopped like he does all this and he's just like asking her to take him back and you can tell like people say like oh this is so staged like if it wasn't staged then how do you get those flowers on stage but you have to remember like they have been like musical partners for like years So, like, everyone that works on her crew, I'm sure, has also worked on his crew and, like, know him. And he probably paid them. Because the reason I don't think this is staged is because, like, she turned off her mic and you could, like, ooh, her body language. Because I was like, okay, maybe it's staged. Like, let me take a look at the video. No. No, that body language. Ooh. (laughs) That body language. That was 
not fake. That was someone who's going to rip him a new one as soon as she's done with her performance. Like, I was scared. Like, I saw her head do that little cock thing, and I was like, oh, shit. And so then, yeah, she, like, forces him to, like, go off stage and, like, go away so she can, like, finish. And I feel really bad for her because, like, that's mortifying. Like, how embarrassing. Like, she's at work. Like, that would be, like, someone, like, you're giving a presentation to your boss in a meeting and your, like, ex shows up with, like, flowers and, like, knocks on the door. Like, that would be mortifying. And, like, that's just between you and your boss. This is in front of thousands of people and now the whole world because it was, like, on video. Like, how embarrassing. Um, I felt really bad for her. And then, like, someone I know who was, like, at the concert said that, like, her whole, you could tell, like, she was, her whole stage presence was, like, completely different after that. Like, you could, she didn't have the same energy as she did before. Because she's probably embarrassed. Like, that's, like, not cool. Like, doing that shit, especially as, like, grown adults, that's not cool. Like, and some people were like, oh, that's sweet, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. That's, that's not okay. Never do anything like that. Like, never go to someone's work. And, like, it doesn't matter that she's, like, a rapper and not, like, an accountant. But, like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's her work. That's how she gets paid. Like, that's her job. Don't do things like that. So, that happened on Friday night. Nothing has come forward since, but I, it's, it, woo. Lord, if that ever happened to me, <laughs> I'd be so pissed. So I really feel for her, and I guess we'll just see what happens. Um, Speaking of very messy public divorces, as like I told you guys a few episodes ago, Wow from Jersey Shore and Roger, who was also on Jersey Shore, I guess, um, are getting divorced. They've been together for eight years, and they're getting divorced. At one point, it seemed like they were gonna get they were gonna stay together. But now it's, like, official. They're getting divorced. Um, so I guess they got in a fight w- last week, one night. Like, a pretty violent fight, argument. I don't know what happened. Um, and she said that she was going to call the cops. So then he, like, called the cops on himself. Just so that he, like, I don't know. And then in the middle of the night... So he called the cops on himself. Just to be like, we're having this, like, domestic dispute. The cops came. And they are like, okay walk it off and so he like went to his friend's house for a little bit then he came home and I guess she like called for an emergency restraining order which a judge granted her so then like in the middle of the night the cops came and they were like okay you have a restraining order against you like you have to leave um and so instead of just like handling this like an adult he has taken to his public Instagram and is just going crazy posting crazy like rants and rambles like you guys when I say like a ton of videos I mean like he's posted at least nine like videos <laughs> talking about this in like a span of 24 hours um he like called her hate-filled and vile and said that she's such a good actress and this is all an act, and she, like, doesn't care about their children, and that, like, he misses their son, which is kind of weird because they have two children, so, like, I don't know, he didn't say he misses their daughter, but he says that he misses their son, and this is all about his justice and liberty, and all these crazy things, and just, like, he's, like, crying in one of them, and this is, like, 24 hours. It's not like he hasn't seen his kids in weeks. Like, it's been a day. Like, please relax. Um, yeah, and he's just like, the truth is gonna come out, you'll see, she's such a good actress, like, this is all fake, blah, blah, blah. She's, like, such a vile and hate-filled woman. She loves, like, making up police reports, blah, 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 blah. Um, but let me just tell you, <laughs> I feel like I can tell who's telling the truth in this situation, because all Wow has posted on her Instagram is, like, a little thing that said like it was like from her team that was like she doesn't want to speak about her divorce but just know that yes a restraining order was granted by a judge for certain reasons and that is the situation that's going on right now so like here's the thing am I gonna believe the person that just puts out like a very like solid statement that's just like yes that's the situation 
we want to deal with this privately. Or Amanda believe the person who's going on an emotional nine video rant on his public Instagram when his like wife is like a celebrity. Like I'm gonna go on her side. Because, like, you should not be doing that. Like, if it's a restraining order situation, if it's, like, a child custody situation, if you know your wife has, like, millions of fans, and you also have millions of fans due to being her husband, where millions of people are watching these videos, I'm gonna go ahead and say that you're the unstable one in this situation because you're, like, a grown-ass man. Like, he's older. He's, like, in his 40s. You're a grown-ass man posting emotional public videos about your divorce about your custody situation about a restraining order to millions of people that you don't know yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say that it's probably you that's the problem i'm just gonna go ahead and say that it's probably you that's the problem you're probably the unstable one because as a grown adult you should not be doing that like that's a private thing that's a private conversation even if it was like just you and like 20 of your friends that follow you on Instagram. That's still, like, not okay. But it makes it worse when it's, like, millions of people around the world are seeing these videos. It's just, like, no, that's not what you... That's that's not what an adult does in this situation. You handle it publicly and privately. I'm sorry. You handle it publicly. You handle it privately, like, behind closed doors with each other. You don't go onto Instagram and be like, okay, listen up, world, millions of people that know me. Wow's a vile human being. Like, you just don't do that. Especially as, like, a 40-year-old. I'm sorry. You just don't do that. So, and she's the one that wanted the divorce in the first place. And he was the one that was like, no, I'm going to work on this. Like, I'm going to get my woman back. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I'm going to say it's probably him that has... I'm going to say they obviously both probably have issues. But just based on this, I'm going to say maybe a restraining order was necessary. Just because, like, who posts nine videos like that? I don't know. They're painful to watch. They're all still up, so you guys can go check them out. It's painful. Megan sent me one. Like, the first one I saw was one that Megan sent me, and, like, I even, like, wrote back to her that was, like, I feel like this is, like, a private conversation. Like, I felt weird watching it, and, like, I'm a bitch that lives for drama. So, you know it had to have been, like, very personal, because <laughs> I was, I just, like, wrote her back that was, like, I feel like that is a personal conversation that that should not be had publicly so bloop um so I guess we'll just check in with that okay for this last segment of the show let me talk about our crazy engaged couple list unfortunately like I told you guys last time it's completely empty now Ariana and Pete broke up Haley and Justin got married and then Nick and Priyanka got married so all three couples that started on the list are now gone so we've got to fill it back up So this is like our crazy might get engaged couples list. And right now, sources say that Joe and Taylor Swift might be getting engaged soon. That he wants to plan this extravagant thing for her. Um, So that might be happening soon. And then also, Chris Martin might be proposing to Dakota Johnson soon, sources say. He wanted to wait until Gwen Paltrow and her husband got married before he did any engagement stuff with Dakota because he didn't want their kid's life to be, like, changing on both sides so drastically. So now that that's been settled, they might be getting engaged soon, and I hope so because I actually really like them as a couple. I'm, like, obsessed with Dakota Johnson. I think she's, like, so cute. Um, And then in other celebrity relationship news, apparently John Mayer is crushing on Kourtney Kardashian, and you guys, I'm totally here for that relationship. They're the same age, which Kourtney needs to stop dating 20-year-olds. Girl, you gotta get it together. You are gonna be 40 years old in, like, a few days. You've got to get it together. So, like, they're the same age, and he's super cute. So, I'm here for that. I hope that they start dating. That would be so cute. Um, that's all I have for you guys. I'm gonna go get some coffee. Like I said, I just woke up from a nap. And I haven't eaten today or gotten any coffee. So, kind of have a migraine. That's kind of my brand, though. So, I'm gonna go do that. But thanks for listening. Sorry that I was gone for a week unexpectedly. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys, the podcast has been, like, blowing up lately. And I don't know why, but I fucking love it. I love talking to you guys. And if there's everything, anything that you guys, like, want me to talk about, just let me know. Because I kind of want to make this more of just, like, me reading headlines. I, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to do, like, other things. Like, personal stories or, like, things like that. 
I don't know. You guys let me know. But you guys are the biggest supporters, and I'm like, I'm going to get all emotional again. You guys, I'm a wreck. But you guys truly are just, like, the biggest supporters. Like, I started this podcast expecting maybe, maybe 10 people to listen, and it's, like, blown my mind how many people, like, I just, like, truly don't expect to listen. Tell me, like, that they like it. Um, we're almost at 6,000 listens, which is crazy because, like, I feel like just two weeks ago, I was like, you guys, we just hit 5,000 listens, and now it's, like, almost 6,000 listens. I don't know what's happening, but I love it, you guys. I, like, truly love doing this, and I just want to keep doing it, and it's just the best time ever, so thank you guys so much. Um, without you, I'd probably still be doing this, but I'd just be recording to myself, and it wouldn't be as fun. So, I truly love you guys. It's the best hobby in the world and you guys are like the best listeners in the world I like I I can't you guys are too good to me you bitches um but yeah that's all I have for today go follow the Instagram it's pop culture twine podcast and the Christmas special will be this Wednesday with Megan we'll be back for just the Christmas special and then let's see anything else I have to say Oh, if you're listening on iTunes, please go like, review, and subscribe to this. The reviews and the subscriptions, like, boost my numbers so that I, like, appear higher on the iTunes list. That way more people would find out about my podcast. So if you guys could please do that, that'd be so great. It takes, like, five seconds and it would change my world. So please, 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 please go do that if you guys aren't doing that already. And then I will see you guys here on Wednesday for the Christmas episode. Bye, guys.